0: Everyone. Welcome back to the Undecided Podcast. Today is August 14th, 2021. It's been a while. Daniel and Jeff. How y'all been this week? Good morning, David. Been, uh, how you, you guys been? You been good? Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: been so, a while, hasn't it, Chris? Yeah.
2: Where did we go? What? Why did we like now record in a month?
1: What happened? Has it really been a month? Yeah. yeah it's been what? has
2: like, been like two weeks.
1: Yeah, let's do a life uh, update. So, update. Okay. Dan, where'd you go the past few weeks? you want to tell the audience? Yeah,
2: I went to Hawaii. So, I went hey, to Hawaii man, end of July. My family went to Maui. The vibes were immaculate. Um, they were, what you say, what you call it, David's friend, chill. From the chilling guy. It was pretty good. <laughs> cool. And then, um, I, I stayed there for about a week. And then uh, I went to uh, Oahu with a couple of college friends. That was was really fun. Um, I think this year is the first year that I started traveling without my parents. You know, I went to college. uh, Pretty local, so I didn't stray far away from home. So traveling is pretty fun when you're on your own and the decisions you make are pretty important. You know, if you don't plan it out, it doesn't end up happening, so... Uh, I learned a lot in the past two weeks. Wait,
0: uh, what activities did you partake in uh, with Partaken, your friends?
2: Yeah, um, I think the nightlife in Hawaii apparently is not very active, so it's a lot of just chilling. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're gonna you have to wake up early in Hawaii, I think, because things close pretty early. People don't work there. Um, you know, crazy hours. You know, sometimes they just they just take a break. It's like, oh, I'll be gone, so I'm gonna close the store. So um pretty chill you know you, it's a lot of just like lying around on the beach a lot of just driving around just sightseeing uh, what else did i do we ate so much food man so i've never a, been i've never been a foodie my entire life but i i think i can see the appeal now it's all about the vibes man it's all about the vibes what and do you mean it's, by like, it's like i don't even like food but just driving around exploring right. like food places and then just like a little bit of food you know everyone's sharing their food you know but we're 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 being safe you know with precautions but you know it's not about eating as much as you can you know it's about trying little things everywhere you know i don't know never been a foodie but i can see the appeal now i've indulged a little bit but it's uh, back back on the mainland i'm gonna gonna cut are you guys foodies
0: uh no i've never considered myself a foodie cuz i just don't like to eat in general but you know that's a that's a cool cool perspective maybe maybe i'll yeah. try it out traveling around and eating yeah but
2: you know some people uh live to eat that's not me man i'm a i'm a eat to live kind of guy but it was it was cool seeing uh the other side of the other side of the coin In there yeah. and I your skin looks
0: good. a little bit more uh tan did you go like surfing yeah. or something like a little darker. you know there's just,
2: it's just sun everywhere bro out there um spent a lot of time outside i spent a long time there like two weeks so i am a little orange not orange but a little darker uh P- mixed people have mixed feelings about that, but I kind of like the tan. You know, everyone's everyone needs a little bit of sun in their life. It's ch- it's chill, dude. Shut up! Stop saying this shit. <laughs> Yo, Dan, um, yeah, it's chill.
1: Yo, Dan. Yeah. You know, one thing I ask people who always say that they're eat to live kind of guy is, have you tried Soylent? Soylent. Yeah. Have you done a Soylent diet diet before? No. You should you should try it out because. People who say that they kind of take back what they say after they try Soylent for. Like what is a month. Soylent? Do you know what Huel is? Huel? No. <laughs> okay, both of them are these uh, drinks that have all of your daily nutrients, and it they, it comes in like vanilla, strawberry flavor. It's like a mm. protein shake, but has like everything you need in a day. And I remember one friend was like, "Eating eating real food is a privilege that I don't have time for." And so he just went on a soylit diet. He said that he was so sick of it after a while.
2: I think that's that that's too extreme for me. Like what I feel like it's like a spectrum. you know, it's not it's not it's not lifting as eat is to most live.
1: things are.
2: yeah, you know, I think that's too extreme for me. What I'm saying is like, um we don't have to go out to dinner every week, thirty, forty, fifty dollar meals. We can just we can have a good time at home. You know, we can get food from like a seven eleven or something, just chill at home. I think that's a lot that's uh I think the uh, the difference in enjoyment, those two activities. It's minuscule, man.
1: I like that you put it on a spectrum because I definitely think it was it is a spectrum and I would put myself on the more foodie side. I do enjoy some good food. Cody and I, my friend Cody and I with Joseph, um, we went to a Izakaya called Honda Hondaya and I don't know if it was a combination of us being uh, under the influence, but uh, dude, the food and drinks there were really good. Really good. Yeah, I want to go with go there with you guys next week. Okay, let three next weekend.
2: Let's do it. I think I take back my statement. I think my primary motivation for being a eat to live kind of guy is just um, just the financial aspect of it. I just don't like the idea of uh, because you know good food is usually expensive, so. I think my primary motivation for not being a foodie is that I'm just broke or I want to save I want to be uh or I'm just cheap I guess <laughs> what's your opinion on that david
0: uh for me personally, regardless of finances I mean eating's fun and all, but you know I'd rather do other stuff than go around and eat like uh eat like play basketball or something oh like there's like so many other things to do than just go around and eat I mean yeah, it seems fun once in a while but going around and eating seems kind of like shopping to me and you're just like i don't know it seems a little bit better than shopping because in most cases when i go shopping i don't end up buying anything and i just look at things while well, eating guarantees a little little chomp at least but i don't know for me yeah, I'm, I'm viewing it kind of similarly like eat, eating around to shopping kind of
2: i think eating is is like the best for good talks you know you get to sit down you got it's like a and it's, a, uh, it's a, f- a limited experience, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like if so, if you hang out for too long, then, you know, the conversations get kind of dry and you start to taper off. And it's like oh, a weird. weird, all right, go. Like if you lunch, lunch, yeah. you know, usually you have cookies in the afternoon. You can have lunch, have good talks, get to eat. And, you know, so I think it's, I think the appeal for food is maybe stuff. You get to have good conversations with people. I don't know. That's what I liked about uh, Hawaii. Just the good talks.
0: Yeah, you bring up an interesting point. Yeah, I didn't think about, like, you know, eating. It's not just about eating. It's it's about it's not. the people you eat with. Yeah,
2: I, there's this book that I read um, back in high school, the uh, How to Read Like a Professor, and like I think the first chapter was like uh, whenever there's a food, like a a setting with food, it's kind of like symbolism. You know, it's like um, what is it like a s- communion, right? yeah like sharing sharing food is like a, a way of connecting with people
1: damn i haven't heard that book in a long i forgot if i even read that book
2: Cause like you know surfing basketball running you can't really talk you're you're, you're too focused on uh right I, I call out my friends when they're trying to have like a small talk during basketball I'm like come on bro what are you, what are you doing bro are you trying to you guys you trying to date him so i don't know i think it, Food for the vibes, food for the
1: talks. Damn Dan, you're toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I would <gonna> cut that. <laughs> no, we're keeping that one in. That's funny.
2: You know exactly what I'm talking about,
1: too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're you're toxic just to you're toxic to both people no, 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 who no, have no, that no, name.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about the um the OG, <laughs> the OG one. I'm only talking to one of them now, but but he doesn't listen to this. He he doesn't listen. So
1: he does not listen. Period.
2: He just doesn't listen. He's just that kind of guy.
1: Dude, I feel like in some ways our podcast has just been becoming a roast session for that like guy. No,
2: you always bring him up. You once. always bring him up. I talked to him like once. Once I remember it was the. Uh,
1: you were talking about picking him up or like yeah, telling uh, him to come out.
2: Prioritizing social interactions. Yeah, do you guys remember that? You guys, remember who I'm talking about? You know, leave a
0: comment wherever you're listening to this. Yeah. Right when John said they they have both the same name on you. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry if I'm uh No, I don't, we're just I don't messing mean around to with be, you. Uh, I don't mean to be
0: uh, toxic.
1: David, how was your week? What'd you do? Or what'd you do in the past two weeks, I guess? Past two
0: weeks? Oh, I tried to give up gaming like completely. Uh, I had turkey. a realization. I, I had a realization uh gaming doesn't give me as much joy when I win. And when I lose, I get so angry. So I, I did a cost benefit analysis, and no, it's not worth it. <laughs> so I gotten a week strong. So the you know I determined to do this two weeks ago. So I went a week strong, and I kind of kind of fell to temptation. So I had a little little cheat day, and then I'm strong again. So it's been five days, six days since I last played. And instead you of playing about, games, huh? You talk about video games like it's an, like it's an addiction. I think it is, honestly. I think I do have a video game addiction because even though I don't like it sometimes, I just fall back to it and just out of habit maybe. So I'm trying to break that habit. Let's not call it an addiction. I don't like that. I don't like that uh that word. Let's call it a habit. I'm just trying to break a bad habit right now. Yeah, so instead, I've been trying to read and go to the gym. Uh, one of my friends has a LA Fitness uh, membership, so he has a guest pass. So I've been going for the past week. It's been pretty nice. I've been waking up. At six in the morning to go to the gym. It feels really nice, but for the rest of the day I'm like tired. So I'm trying to find the the right time to wake up right now. So I'm just working on
1: improving myself.
0: Uh in a week from now, I'm gonna remove my wisdom teeth too. So I'm I'm becoming older now.
1: Dude, you're yeah. not gonna be able to talk on the actually let's let's uh, record an episode the day after you get your wisdom teeth removed. Hell no that sounds fun. <laughs> <I'll do my> <laughs> anesthesia <laughs> No, or when your anesthesia wears off, you're, you're going to be... Fuck! Ah! <laughs> yeah, but that's what's been going on in my life. There's something I wanted to say about games. Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say.
2: I was going to say, like, um, I feel like games are fine. I don't know. I feel like, for me at least, just changing your mentality on games, like it can be frustrating. But maybe just recognizing that this literally doesn't have any value on, like, your self-worth or uh you know it's, it's just your chill time if you're enjoying yourself you shouldn't you shouldn't feel the need to punish yourself for and saying oh i can't play games but maybe for you david maybe it's like maybe it is like a uh, detrimental to your uh your mental well-being i don't know because for well, like, me like just acknowledging it's just a game then i have a lot more fun right i don't take it yeah, too I seriously
0: think, yeah i think more than that it's just like you said it's a good chill chiller time thing so yeah, I think that's uh, that's fine. But word. I think I take too much. I think <laughs> I think I take too much chill time. I gotta I gotta limit that game time right now. So right now I'm just taking it to the extreme, and then I'll, once I feel like I have it under control, I'll, I'll I'll take game time
1: again. David, there was something you said earlier about uh, the cost benefits analysis. I was thinking about Smash in this kind of perspective and in smash you can play it one of two ways competitively you can play singles where it's 1v1 or you can play doubles and it's just two people against two people it's a team battle and i noticed a trend that uh, when i play singles these days it's either a zero-sum game or a net loss in terms of like um enjoyment satisfaction and fulfillment and what i mean by that is Zero sum in the fact that if someone wins, there has to be someone who loses and feels bad about the loss in the same way that you feel good about a win. But in the same way that as we play more and more games, I think we kind of touched upon this last week, David, when we were talking about how as we play a video game more and more, we get to a point where the winning uh, becomes like more or less less valuable, right? And so in that respect, the other person feels equally bad about losing, but you don't feel as good about winning. In that sense we get a net loss situation. But when I play Smash and Doubles, there's none of that. It's just good times all around. And uh, just an insight I had when you said that. Yeah.
2: Why would you feel bad if you win?
1: Oh no, no. You don't feel bad that you win. You don't feel as good about winning after you play the game for so long but the other person still feels equally bad about losing you know
2: oh you just see you just feel meh when you win
1: yeah you just feel meh when you win and the other person like shit i lost to him again you know uh-huh that's all
2: do you think that's just due to burnout or do you think um that's just inherent in whenever you try to get good at something
1: are you talking about us feeling less satisfied after a win yeah uh david and i were kind of talking about last week we said that it's same idea as a hedonic treadmill right you're always looking for something more like for me winning is no longer fun i have to get these hype combos and really cool clips on people in order to for me to feel that same rush you always want more and more stimulation i see i think that's one aspect of it i don't think it's the full answer i think we mm-hmm. can go deep into this but i don't yeah. know if I, I think it's a, a very
2: ne- nihilistic view of of getting better at something in my opinion right okay how so it's like um you're sa- you're saying like oh um i don't feel i don't feel good um doing the things i used to do right and i have to like i have to achieve more to reach that same level of satisfaction right but you can just say the same thing with just a positive mindset. It's just like the fact that um this doesn't fulfill me means like I get to get even better at this. You know, I get to keep working even harder. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if i'm making sense.
1: Wait, wait, so I agree with that, but how is it nihilistic?
2: You're just saying like you're saying like it's not even worth playing anywhere because it's either zero sum or a net loss for me, right? But you could say it's like, oh, if I get better, you know, I, I, I'm just saying like the roof of satisfaction is, is uh, zero sum is what is nihilistic from uh, what I'm hearing. And you're saying there's no, uh, you can't get anything higher than a net sum? Is that what you're saying?
1: Never mind. Give me like 21 seconds. Basically, what you're saying is that you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to treat your plateauing as a negative thing. Um, I guess the part I'm still confusing is I just don't see, sure, it might be a pessimistic way to see it, but. I don't see where the nihilism comes into play like you can always look at it from a more positive standpoint like it just means that you've reached a point where you can continue to improve but i don't see how i don't see how me saying that and i i think it's because i'm not fully understanding your point but i don't see how me saying that once we get better and better at a game we get grow closer and closer to a point where we feel more meh about the the about the about things that once used to hype us. I don't see the nihilism in that.
2: I guess the nihilism comes from like, you know, if the better better we get at the game, the more meh we feel about it, then it's just like, what's the point of even playing the game? I guess that's where the nihilism comes from, what I'm thinking about.
1: Oh, okay. I, I, get, I see. I think you took a point out of what I was saying that I d- didn't mean to... I didn't mean at all. I see. As in... I never once said that it doesn't mean that the game is, you should stop playing the game. Like, what? what is the point of playing the game? I'm just saying that uh, you reach a point where the game, the things that once excited you about the game no longer excite you in the same way. And so you either continue to improve and get these hype combos to adapt to your hedonic treadmill, or you just feel, you just stay, you just stay where you are, you know, you just continue plateau i see Uh, i don't know if that discounts your point about this nihilism
2: i feel like that feeling you know where you just feel meh and everything um feels the same and yet you always strive for better and better i feel like that's very um what am i trying to say i guess like what i'm thinking about right now is like uh two aspects right there's like the uh the thrill of competition you know, competitive drive, ambition, and then, you know, doing things for the love of the game. Do you think those are like, do you think we can separate those two? Like, for example, when I play Smash, I don't feel that way at all, right? Or I never feel meh about it. I play Smash because I, I like, I just like the vibes, right? It, it's fun to just, you know, just turn your brain off and just uh press buttons. That's fun to me, mm-hmm. right? And then I guess I'm asking, like, can we separate that competitive drive? Can we just turn that off? Um, separate that from the, you know, just just the love of the game. You know what I mean? The love of whatever hobby you try to pursue. From what? From that competitive aspect. Like, can you do something just for, uh, c- like, like can you play Smash personally just to play Smash? Yeah, definitely. So are you able to, like, change your, can you change your mindset on uh, feeling meh? Or do you think that's just, uh, that's set in stone? Do you think you'll never be able to, like, not feel meh? And singles.
1: No, just as you said that, the, just as I express my point that the two are separate, you can still play the game for the game and still feel mad about wins. You know, like I still play Smash because I enjoy it, but it doesn't discount the fact that when I win a game, it doesn't mean. For example, I'm sure a win for David means a lot more to him than a win for me because I just have been playing the game so much longer you know Mm -hmm. like a win for me is a win a a game that i've won in the thousands of games i've played and compared to the i don't know hundreds maybe a single thousands that david has played you know so I
2: i guess i'm asking is like can you get that back can you get like that fulfillment just from like little things back or do you think that's just uh do you think you'll never be able to like enjoy the game um or do you think you you think you'll be able to like shake that meh feeling ever or do you think that yeah, will yeah always... definitely
1: you well it won't be the same things you just change what your goal is right like for me the next big thing like it's challenging for david to like take games off of cody and me because we've been playing the games and so when he wins like takes a game off of us there's more reward for him in the same way that if i were to challenge uh a professional player right i i would feel the same sort of excitement it, the target changes, but I would say um, you can't like for me, I'm not going to have the same kind of excitement of taking games off of, I don't know, Ryan or Jeffrey, because like I'm no longer at the same level as as them. like I've gone past that point. Okay, it changes if Ryan and Jeffrey get better and they're better than me by a significant margin, then I wouldn't be really excited to win against them. But I wouldn't say the two events are uh, then the same okay. events. Yeah. Yeah,
2: so the target's always moving, I guess. You yeah. find fulfillment as you progress in different things.
1: Yeah, so the treadmill, right? The you're the just treadmill. constantly moving forward. The target yeah. changes. I guess
2: I guess like what I'm thinking about right now is like what are certain things that I don't want to get better at so I can preserve my innocence, not my innocence, <laughs> preserve my joy in things, you know? Not overthink things and just enjoy it for what it is. I think food, right? I was watching uh, the food channel and they're they're like all nitpicking and stuff or film critics you know sometimes they just can't find joy in uh certain films anymore and like those kind of things like i don't really want to develop taste in because i want to just enjoy everything man right if you're too picky then you, you won't be able to like just enjoy life <laughs> how do you feel about
1: that wait did you i heard none of that i'm so sorry really yeah i'm so sorry my oh. just gave out halfway oh, did you
0: hear that david yeah i heard all of it though Yeah, well, i think um what you're saying about the the picky thing's is pretty interesting because now look now um looking back at what john said about the wins he gets he's very picky about which wins give him satisfaction so i guess the yeah. the more developed you become i don't know if it develops the right word or the more you get better at something the more picky you get with things i don't
2: yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying hey, jonathan basically what i said was like i'm trying to i'm trying to think of things that i don't want to get better at or i don't want to develop like taste towards just so i have so i preserve that joy fulfillment and like just basic things right like food mm-hmm. i enjoy all food because i can't really tell what's good food what's bad food right movies i used to like love marvel movies i used to love just like just all these movies man but now I just like little I just nitpick and stuff. So certain things I just want to just blindly follow just to preserve joy in my life. Stop so taking there, things so seriously.
1: There's a mental process called habituation. Basically, it's the process of you getting accustomed to a particular sensory response. Uh, this is first discovered from a a I think a slug or something. I forget the exact organism they performed this on, but as you keep applying electrical like shocks to a slug over time like when when you first apply that stimulus the slug will like contract its siphon siphon yeah and then over time it gets habituated to it and no longer responds to it and i think what you're natural what you're kind of pointing out is maybe you're module moderating your habituation right you're controlling how you're habituating to different inputs yeah no i think that's perfectly fine i think that is something you could do and i i don't i don't know if there is anything terrible with it
2: yeah it's like um it's like working out right the more you work out the less satisfied you are with your uh, your body image right you see all these people who are obsessed with uh you know their body image what they look like but you know is that and they, they you know they just constantly uh, push themselves and work out but like is there another way to live just just accept who you are you know what i mean did you guys uh i showed you that that book that i was reading right just finished um maybe you should talk to someone yeah what was that so about? there was this it was about a therapist um um yeah it was about a therapist who goes to a therapist for like her uh her uh her problems and then you know she talks about like her her patients and stuff but there was this quote that i really liked um it was the uh the idea of to just be you know i feel like we're we're all so like uh we're also like headstrong on trying to improve ourselves and, um, you know, be better. But like, when is it okay to, you know, just be right? Just be happy with your existence. Just be happy with like what you are right now. Like, why do we always need to improve? Right. I feel like that just makes us. I feel like that just makes us sad. That's from my
0: perspective. I don't know. Isn't that because of the hedonic treadmill? Human nature. hedonic treadmill, yeah. The faster you run, the faster the treadmill goes. I don't know. It does, does, what was it called? Habituation? Is that the slug thing? Habituation, John?
1: Yeah, habituation. I believe it's done on the pleasure slug.
0: Does that happen with people? Like in the (laughs) sense that, No, no. like in the sense that like hanging out with people, the more you hang out with them, do you get less pleasure from hanging out with that one person?
1: Um see the the that's complicated because that's such a more complex neural process right like this habituation happens in your reflex which is ingrained in your brainstem it's one of the oldest parts of your brain and Mm -hmm. something like you getting accustomed to hanging out with your friends i wouldn't say that's reflexive Mm -hmm. you know that's probably happening that habituation if it is happening is probably happening on a very much more macroscopic scale but my point about that is that fundamentally habituation happens in all like a lot of different parts in the brain um not just in terms of reflex and so i wouldn't be surprised if um i guess my point is that fundamentally you're going you're going against the grain when you try to modulate your own habituation you're basically limiting the amount of times you're giving yourself access to that particular input
0: dan you know how you're mentioning about um if you get better at like or not better but like you develop a taste for like food and uh, and like movies and you could become more picky do you think that can happen with people where if you develop a taste for people you become more picky with them what do you mean like dating not not just dating just like hanging out too Hanging out with people. I think if you overanalyze
2: things, like what I've been doing the past eight months, where like you, after you hang out with someone, you just introspect and you think about what went wrong, what went right, right? Maybe I'm approaching David's philosophy uh, in my life right now, where you know, just don't overanalyze, just just be, just exist. I'm struggling with that. I don't know, but I do think uh, you know the habituation with people um i think it does happen like what i'm thinking about right now is like if you you have someone in your life and all of a sudden they're not in your life anymore that will have like such a profound effect on you you know what i mean like if someone just just uh or like for example like i don't know like a smartphone you're so accustomed to your smartphone but then when you don't have it anymore you freak out right you're just like you're all like angsty can't find your phone get all nervous so i think there is like habituation in the something like that more complex uh how do you call it brain processes
1: do you guys know a story about um the genie child no so basically genie is this like pseudonym for this one child who was raised in severe human isolation like her parents locked her up in a room until she was like like i think 11 years old and she was just this feral animal and um apparently she like was a huge subject for uh, sci- psychologists to analyze, um, um, like language, right? Like, how does natural linguistics develop after the critical period? And um, wait, what was? Why did I bring this up? It was tied to what we were saying. Oh, oh, in that kind of isolation, I wonder what kind, of, like, how, what is there to be habituated to? I think it's a, a very bad question, actually. I, I need to flesh it out more. It's too open-ended. and There's no. I, I didn't give us a, a framework to tackle this question. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop Stay that question. It. Okay.
2: How was your week, Jonathan?
1: Holy crap. Is, are we now getting to that question? <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. Save, um...
2: We'll save the money blog for next week.
1: Oh, yeah? <laughs> are we just going to talk about how we yeah. were doing yeah. for the past two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my week was pretty good. Um, I've been grinding, dude. I'm kind of reaching a burnout phase in terms of work. I was you saying
2: you, you're becoming habituated to uh, the grind?
1: Habituated? I would say quite the opposite. I wonder, and that's a good freaking question, because I wonder what burnout is in terms of this framework we were talking about. Because maybe I was habituated, but there's a point where all that stress kind of co- like piles on. It's Like we call it the straw that broke the camel's back. We call it the tipping point. We call it a lot of different things. And maybe all of that is just a point where all that pent-up stress kind of catches up to you. I don't know. I was kind of rambling to my parents that uh, I'm getting burnt out with work. I I feel like I've been grinding for the past 22 years. Okay, maybe not since I was born, but from the inception of my memory, you know? Yeah. And I kind of want to take a break. I want to take like six months off after I graduate. That's what I've been thinking. Um, yeah. Sorry, I didn't really answer the question. How was my week? I've been um, doing work. My internship's almost over at Amazon. I finish in about two weeks. I want to finish strong with a good project. And hopefully I can get a return offer, you know? it would severe. It would take a really large load off of my shoulders to know that I have job security. You know, I've been actually thinking about the state of this podcast. I think we're overdue on a state of a meta-analysis of the undecided podcast episode. You guys want to talk about it?
2: Sure.. Do it. Um, I guess like I've been thinking about it also last two weeks. Um, and I have definitely have made comments about this a couple episodes ago, the online persona one. Mm-hmm. And I think i'm I think it's calling myself undecided, you know, on everything and me making that my online persona kind of makes me feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy like i'm like it it, it kind of feels like i'm trapped and like yeah be undecided on things right i have no conviction in my life so um i kind of want to like instead of like posing questions that we don't answer maybe try to answer those questions by doing using more uh more uh, cited sources maybe bring some guests on do some
0: book reviews i don't know i don't know how y'all feel about that like you want to be more like decided kind of um, i want to be more decided yeah instead of just going all over the place have um Mm
2: -hmm. i feel like i I feel like if you if you're too undecided you just Mm -hmm. drown in uncertainty you just literally have no answers in your life and uh i think i'm ready to uh not be undecided (laughs) so it's a struggle you know i love this podcast you know we already made cover art we paid paid a dude to make the cover art what do you guys think
1: i'll let david go first oh i got a new drum pad yeah. Sounds
0: so nice. John, you can go first. I haven't even thought about the podcast state, really, so I'm thinking about it right now.
1: You can kind of say what we talked about last week and like, before our podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: So personally, what I want out of this podcast is more than growing as a podcast and attracting new, new audience members. I want to kind of do this for myself, really, and have it more like a journal for me to reflect on later in the future, and I could just see where I was at during a certain timestamp, and talking to Jonathan and Dan, I think we have to we have to sort that, sort what we want out of the podcast. Like really uh, have a because I think we kind of have different directions with it a little bit, or what we want to do with the podcast. So we have to get that concrete. We're still undecided on the state of the podcast, Bruh, We need to we need to be decided undecided on everything.
1: You know, maybe this is a arc for our podcast.
2: Maybe it's the inflection point
1: three dudes undertake the challenge of becoming more decided about life and that can be in our intro (laughs) hey guys my name is daniel this is a podcast where we try to become more decided on things
2: what do you think john what do i think state of the podcast i feel like you're the one that thinks the most about it you see the you you feel like um you see the most improvement i guess like you see the areas where we can improve the most
1: first of all i want to say that we've come a long way since january i think we've gone into this thing i like to call uh work inertia where things are kind of streamlined there's automation for things we know what our roles are um, and that role is mostly just fixating on daniel where daniel does most of the editing and then i try to handle like some like website stuff and like some logistical issues yeah (laughs) the youtube videos right (laughs) but um yeah we've come a long way since january we didn't even have good microphone quality back then we're just like what do we what do we even do you know
2: like a laptop's microphone or something
1: yeah hell we didn't even know if we like we even know why our audio quality was so bad anyways in terms of the state of the podcast i don't think it's sustainable you know we kind of need to graduate daniel from the editing you know we yeah. can't have daniel be editing for the rest of our life if we continue to do this kind of audio diary kind of thing definitely not sustainable and so what that means is we need to grow in some aspect we need this to become more of an automated pipeline where uh, we have a, an audience that supports us uh financially and uh actually more importantly emotionally so that we feel the need or we feel more of an encouragement to keep going. Um, And so that Daniel can be paid to do that, or we hire a person and compensate for their time. Um, That being said, then the main question is, okay, what value do we provide to our audience that we can be supported for, right? Mm -hmm. And, okay, you look around these different podcasts, some podcasts, have comedians on them and their natural personality carries them because they're just straight up funny and nice to listen to and some people have experts on a particular matter that they'll bring on celebrity guests if you think about it we're just three guys being undecided about things you know like we don't have an opinion worse yeah we make (laughs) things worse we might add some value in the fact that uh people might find catharsis in uh seeing other people be undecided about things but i'll be honest that's about it you know like sometimes we have good points yeah aren't you sick about being
2: undecided i don't know
1: Am I, I hate, sick of?
2: Yeah, I hate. I hate having no opinion on things. Maybe
1: that's maybe that's where I'm coming from, you know. Maybe that's why I feel as though we are embarking on a new arc in the undecided podcast. You know, the transition to us becoming more decided about different aspects of our life. Um, that being said, right, I don't want us to start something that we are not all on the same page about. I agree with David wholeheartedly that i want to keep some way for us to log what we're thinking at this point in time A time capsule you know that's what we were initially setting out on when we did this podcast mm-hmm. at the same time we face this problem of sustainability and i wonder how we can reconcile it too and the best way i see it is <clears throat> excuse me is basically what you said daniel where We don't have to be the experts about different things. We don't have to do too much prep. We can be straight React Andes (laughs) (laughs) to content that is already credible and um, content that is helpful for people, you know? Yeah. And then wherever we can pitch our ideas and our own anecdotes, I think that's where we can fill in the void. But that's my two cents on the matter. Sorry, that was a really long spiel. You guys want to react to that? We're React Andes now.
2: React to the your take on reactions?
1: Yeah. Go ahead, David. I talk too much.
0: So what you're trying to say is kinda of like a like a mix. Mix between the time capsule and wait, with the reaction thing, what would that be like? Would would that just be a reaction to another piece of literature, a video? or what would we exactly be reacting to existing ideas people have
1: existing ideas okay yeah existing ideas yeah go ahead david sorry for and
0: then uh we try to like form an opinion
1: on that or yeah exactly because by forming an opinion that itself is a way for us to express what we were thinking at that point in time
2: Mm. Just giving us something to talk about so we're not like going in circles or just tend being tangenting tangenting
0: actually yeah that, that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty nice the reaction thing it has like best of every world because you know like john said timestamp of what we're thinking but it's also catered around a topic like dan said and you know now it's on the step to becoming decided so the I decided
1: think. podcast yeah what if we change it to <laughs> the decided podcast that
0: would actually be a cool name decided podcast the decided.
1: Yeah, I, I
2: don't know I'm I'm uh, apprehensive because I see a lot of like snake oil salesmen on YouTube saying, you know, this is how you become happy, right? But like, that's the
1: these- that that's the point. We aren't decided about it. The whole yeah. point of it is that we're trying to become more uh-huh. Decided about things.
2: Okay. Good talks, guys. I think we're running a little late. So you guys yeah. wanna any insights this week?
1: Yeah, I have one. Do you know that when you do a subscription to a, many different services, when you Decide to cancel them. They'll give you promotions for you to stay. I had no idea about that. I like signed up for an app, right? Called, uh, what is it called? Highly it's recommended. Good. It's called Fabulous. And it's this kind of self-help kind of app where it helps you start good habits, Um, kind of log what your goals are in life. And then I was like, yo, I'm not paying 40 bucks a month for this shit, you know? Think oil man. So I, I was like, you know what? I gotta cancel this, and they're like, Come back, here's a here's a 30-day extension. And I was like, you know what? Nah. And then they came back, they're like, We'll give you a four-month free trial. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Can I keep going? <laughs> so basically, I, I guess what I realized is that just try unsubscribing for a little bit and they'll want you back, especially if it's a small app where they're not large enough for okay. That's not to say don't support these small businesses, but um, chances are if you're on the fence about whether you should start a subscription or not give them a tough time
2: be <laughs> hard to get
1: yeah play hard to get all right i'll look into
2: that I'm, i gotta cancel my master class subscription before september i get charged 99 dollars. yeah holy mm-hmm.
0: shit
2: yeah, i didn't even, i didn't finish one master class this whole year
0: <laughs> i watched a I couple of videos one. on a co- i've uh, watched a couple of videos on steph curry after yeah. jeff's success <laughs> any insights david uh because I'm getting my wisdom teeth removed next week, I had a consultation thing. I didn't know there was two types of anesthesia. There's the general anesthesia. That's the only one I knew about where it puts you under. And then there's the local anesthesia, which just numbs a certain area. So I thought, oh, what could that be used for? That's my insight. Are you can
2: experiment with local anesthesia, buy it yeah. black market or something. Can you even buy it?
0: You use it like the, a lot of dentists
2: have local anesthesia.
0: Or like you need a medical degree though, or a medical license, right? To to buy it? Like yeah, I can't. I I can't buy it. Mm-hmm.
1: He's saying go on the black market for that? You, uh, <laughs>
0: what
2: is my insight this week? I started watching a lot of GQ videos. They're good about like a bunch of dudes saying these are my these are my essentials, and I think those are just so interesting. Just looking at people's stuff, having them talk about their stuff, like, like, from, from like a bird's eye point of view, that sounds ridiculous, right? I'm spending like an hour, like watching 12 of these videos, right? Them talking about their stuff, about like you know, what toilet paper they use or, um, you know, oh, I have AirPods. Oh, you have AirPods? I have AirPods. You know what I mean? But why is it so interesting? It's so interesting. I got to stop overthinking about it, man. Habituation.
0: Oh, because they're sellers, right? Right? celebrities, right? I'm, I'm not interested, interested in certain... celebrities. I'm more interested about the products. Like what if it's some like like some car- some dude you did not care about? like aren't you attracted to the videos with the, the people like you actually know like the GQ video? Like, you don't just click on like random people, do you? No,
2: but like I, I'm not thinking about the person I'm thinking more about the product mm-hmm. right It's all like product placement. you see the products you don't look they don't show them their face right they just show the products and it's like, like you just imagine yourself having that right So oh, that's a cool backpack. I wonder what I'd look like with that backpack. It's all product placement. <laughs> that's what it is it's an ad i watched like an hour of ads that's true okay that's it (laughs) take us home david
0: yeah yeah um thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the undecided podcast if you like this week's episode or have an interesting take on what we talked about feel free to write us an email or you can also tweet us. (laughs) with that being said take care and we'll see you all next week see y'all next
1: bye-bye